morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday, number 124. And this week, we are talking about your baseline out-of-bounds and sideline out-of-bounds philosophy and the stuff that needs to go into that, uh, things to think about. And again, I don't have all the answers with this, uh, but it is something that we do work on and take a lot of pride in within our program and the teams that I have coached. Uh, you know, I, I really believe, in, and, and this is not an uncommon thought, you know, but baseline and out, uh, sideline out of bounds, uh, along with time and score, uh, these are the special teams of our sport. These are the areas where you can really win on the margins. And if you have a team that is a, a good team, you can become a really good team by winning baseline out-of-bounds and sideline out-of-bounds situations. If you're a really, really good team, you can become great, and and so forth and so on. Uh, but I, I really think that this is an area that we all need to take stock in and to spend a lot of time working on to make our teams the best that we possibly can. This is an area that we as coaches can really, really control and help our teams be successful in, in these areas. With that being said, this is something that needs to be worked on every day. You need to work on baseline and sideline out-of-bounds plays every day. I encourage you to set the tone for the importance of baseline and sideline out-of-bounds plays this upcoming season. On day one, put in a baseline out-of-bounds play uh, or a sideline out-of-bounds play. Just to show your kids how important these are, that we are going to carve out time every single day, if necessary, to win on the margins and make these plays that are going to uh, help us win games. A lot of times we get caught up in baseline and sideline out-of-bounds philosophy, and we think of the plays that we're going to run and uh, on the offensive side of things, but Along with that, how are you going to defend baseline and sideline out-of-bounds plays? Do your players clearly understand what they're supposed to do on the defensive side of the ball when it comes to these situations? And I think that that is something that is at times a bit undertaught when it comes to these concepts. Uh, I know we spend a lot of time explaining to our kids defending the lane. You know, we're going to, on our baseline out of bounds defense, if they hit jump shots, they hit jump shots. What we're really worried about taking away is easy baskets. If we can hit, if we can uh, make our opponents hit challenged jump shots, then we're okay with that. We're, when we have somebody on the ball, we're going to put them in the middle of the lane and we're going to protect that lane and protect screen the screener action and stuff like that to the best of our ability. Uh, when we have uh, everything else, we're going to force everything outside of the lane. We're going to stay underneath everything. And and our players are very well of that. We're very well aware of that uh, on sideline out-of-bounds plays. We know, again, we're not going to give up anything easy. We're not going to put a bunch of pressure on the ball unless it's the last two or three seconds of a quarter. Uh, because we want to, you know, in a quick decision situation, we want to make things as difficult as we can on that 
uh, on that uh, inbounder. And so uh, we're going to back everything off. We're going to keep everything in front. Again, if you want to inbound the ball at that point, go ahead and inbound it. We're going to keep everything in front. We're going to make you execute on that sideline out of bounds. And, and that's what we teach. And again, I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying that's what we teach. And we talk about the defensive side of things. Uh, getting into the specifics of the offensive side of things, I think it's really important that you run everything out of the same formation. Uh, for us, we run a little 1-3-1 uh, set, and everything we do is out of that set. Uh, you may be a box out-of-bounds person. You may be a four-low out-of-bounds person. I think that, especially with the advent of huddle and uh, as much tape that is available, uh, you need to, again, do things to win these special situations. And if you're running five different out-of-bounds plays off of five different setups against good coaching staffs, they're going to have those things scouted out, and they're, the players uh, from your opponent are going to know what you're going to run based on those setups, especially as the season goes along. So it is, in my opinion, really, really important that you run everything on your baseline and sideline out-of-bounds plays with this out of the same formation number of baseline out of bounds plays you know there's a lot of different philosophies with this i believe the sweet spot is somewhere around five to seven uh i think that you should have one or two uh baseline out of bounds plays to get you a three-point shot or try to get you a three-point shot i think you need to have at least one uh for what i would call a a screen the screener or a quick hitter type of look where it is a direct pass, uh, it's going to the inbounder for a score out of that. Um, and then two to four other concepts out of that. Uh, you know, we have ran in the last couple of years, uh, we have ran one for a three-point shot. We've ran one for a read and react. We've ran uh, a couple of other sets, and we've got one screen the screener that we have ran. Now, I hope that in year three, we can take those four or five and get up to six or seven because at this point, those four or five that we ran, the you know our players should have those down uh, like the back of their hand. Same thing with sideline out-of-bounds plays. I think you should have anywhere from two to four sideline out-of-bounds plays. I think that uh, you should have a sideline out-of-bounds play to get a three-point shot. I think you should have a sideline out-of-bounds play just to get the ball in and maybe one or two other sideline out-of-bounds plays. I also think, and I also suggest to you, to have one baseline out-of-bounds play, one sideline out-of-bounds play that you reserve for the last two to four minutes of a game when you really need a basket. And that's the only time that you call that sideline or baseline out-of-bounds play is in a late-game situation. It's the only time that you use it, and uh, your opponent is not hopefully seeing this come. It is a sparsely used out-of-bounds play, but it sets you up for success in late-game situations. Coaches are absolutely loving our taking over a new program booklet. As many of you know, I spent two years outside of coaching, and during that time, I hung a note card in my workspace at school that said, Strip the house down to the studs. I took that time to really rethink and reorganize my thoughts on what it takes to run a transformational program. As I prepared for the possibility of coaching again, I organized these thoughts into this 96-page booklet. How much do I trust this booklet? I used this booklet as I went on interviews to help sell myself 
and my vision for what my new program would look like. If I'm using it to sell myself, why wouldn't I recommend it to you, my listeners? This booklet will help you look at any part of your program, no matter what stage you're at in your program, and help improve it in some way. It's all yours for only $15, which includes shipping and handling. For more information, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. So how do you work on baseline out-of-bounds plays? How should it be done? Like I said earlier, they need to be done every single day. I truly believe that baseline and sideline out-of-bounds plays need to be worked on every single day. Even if it's just a sideline out-of-bounds play, hey, we're working on getting this in. And and that's what we're working on today. Hey, you've worked on it because there's going to be situations. You're up four with 22 seconds left and you've got the ball on the side. You just need to get the ball in. And your kids need to be comfortable that... You're getting the ball in. Uh, but there's three major ways that we work on baseline, sideline, out-of-bounds plays. First of all, we go five on zero, which is obviously uh, very common. But when we do it, we go very, very quickly. It is five on zero. Hey, we're running one five on zero. We need to execute this perfectly. Boom, boom, boom. And then what we do, and again, this is a Coach Meyer thing, is we just don't make the shot, and that's the end of it. We work hard on the shot goes up. Let's say the shot goes in. We sprint, and I mean sprint. We are jumping into defensive transition right away, five on zero. And we're opening it up, and we're talking. Let's say, hey, we're just getting back into red. So after the score today, five on zero, we're going to run one, get back into red. So shot goes up, shot goes in. We're sprinting back, and we're into our red defense. And we're working on defensive transition out of our baseline, out of bounds place. We're jumping into whatever it is that we're working on. And if we don't defensive, uh, we may run the play perfectly, but if we don't like our defensive transition, we're doing the play again with that group of kids. So I encourage you to do that. Second thing is when you do go five on five, uh, obviously you make it competitive. Hey, we're going to go best two out of three. All right. This group here and you huddle them up. You say, okay, we're going to run three plays here. We're going to run uh, Oklahoma. We're going to run Oregon and we're going to run Iowa. And here's your third play. Number one, Oklahoma play number two, Oregon play number three, Iowa. And that's what you're going to run. And you go two out of three, and you've got to win. The defense has to win two out of three, or the offense has to win two out of three, or three out of five, or whatever. You make it competitive. You make your kids really have to concentrate on those special situations so that they can get better at it, and they realize the importance of those. And, and you know, how many times, hey, there's 12 seconds left. We're down one. We've got to run this. Hey, you know what, kids? You're in the timeout. We've, we've done this how many times in practice? It's just the same thing here. Or... The third th way that we do it is just random times in practice, just like in a game. All of a sudden, ball's rolling around. Hey, underneath out-of-bounds play. We're running Minnesota. Boom, here we go. Just like it is in a game. You can't predict when the ball's going to go out-of-bounds in a game or when you're going to have to run a baseline out-of-bounds. Well, there's no set time. You know, hey, in two minutes, Coach, I think we're going to have a baseline out-of-bounds play, so be ready to run something there. No, it puts your players, it keeps them on your, their toes. It makes it a little chaotic. It makes it as game-like as possible. And, and it puts your players in a situation where they have to transfer that information and get set for that special situation as quickly as they can. And again, it's about that game preparation and preparing yourself for competitions to execute at the highest level that you can on both sides of the ball in these special team situations. So Foundation Friday number 124, baseline and sideline out-of-bounds play philosophy. Uh, if you have anything to add, I'd be curious to know. Email me at pennantandnapkin at gmail.com. Uh, add in the mentions here on Twitter. Um, I, I, I really hope that it's... Uh, 
you know, something that uh, you're working on. I know that everybody's working on it, but there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. This is what we've done. It works well for us. But if you've got a, if you've got a good idea, if you've got a better idea, let us know here, either on Twitter, on a pen and a napkin uh, at gmail.com, and we'll share this information. So coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.